Oh, man. Damn, Meek. This nigga ain't took an L in a long time, but this might be the time. Shit. All right, man. It's King Known Uncensored. Listen, man. We're going to call this episode Running From a Snitch. That's what we're going to call that. All right, man. Meek Mill and 6ix9ine had a face-off in a parking lot outside of a club. I guess they ran into each other in the club and they cleared out. I mean, 6ix9ine was yelling and screaming, you a pussy, you a pussy, you a pussy. But I just heard that Meek Mill said that 6ix9ine tried to get him in trouble. I'm like, WAC 100 did have something to say about that. He said that you jump safari, you got all hard with him, you 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 yelling at um academics. You know what I'm saying? But when you when you see a rat like 69, oh no, he trying to get me to go back to jail. No, nigga. You can't pick and choose your opponents, bro. You're not Floyd Mayweather, guy. You're supposed to be this hardcore rapper from Philly, right? That was slanging and banging in the street, right? I mean, me personally, I enjoy Meek Mill's music. I'm a fan of his. I'm not saying that he's just like a top dog rapper or anything like that. I'm not saying that he's like an elite rapper. I'm just saying some of his music is dope. But we ain't talking about music right now. (laughs) We talking about you got a rat in your face. You got the nigga that you wanted. You was talking shit about 6ix9ine on these records, making posts about this young man. And you saw him. And you just yelling in your little bucket hat looking like a B-boy. A nigga look like LL Cool J. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you had all the security, all these policemen around y'all. Why didn't y'all just let them two niggas get a fair one? And worry about the consequences later. I mean, it's just a regular... It's just a fight. It's not like... Do you, do you, would y'all think if, if Meek Mill beat up 6ix9ine, do you think he would file charges? That's something that y'all need to leave in my in the comment box or inbox me. Answer the question. I mean, me personally, if I see the guy that I want to fight, I'm coming to fight. Like me, I don't want to fight no motherfucking body. If you want me to be completely honest, I would rather squash the issue that I got up front but if it gets to the point where i gotta fight then fuck it but you see the nigga that you've been talking shit about and want to see if he bought that life or not but you yell and scream on all these records like you you that don dada bullet clot nigga but nigga you 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 kind of punked out man i ain't gonna lie but at the same time, there's 100 security guards there, like, preventing it from happening. I'm like, dog, come on, Meek, do something. Yes, just like Game said on that one song, you jump Quentin Miller, and now you go, you know, you jump Quentin Miller, but now you don't scrap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, same thing when he saw Kenneth Petty, you know, Mickey, Nicki Minaj's husband in the store, he lay hands on him because he know that man, Kenneth Petty's a criminal. 
Nigga been in jail, did a 10-year bid. That nigga will piece meat the fuck up. That's why he didn't jump. You know, he yelled and called him out his name and all that shit. But he ain't swing. I'm I'm kind of with, uh, you know, I think 6ix9ine kind of won that back and forth. I'm not going to lie. Whack 100 was right. Just analyzing the situation. It's just a disappointment, man, because Meek... You could have did something for our culture, man. You could have did something for the culture by smashing on this nigga. No homo, but you 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 uh you pulled out, you punked out. Anyway, let's move on to Saha the Prince, man. Saha the Prince almost got gunned down on an Atlanta freeway. Was it Atlanta? I think it was an Atlanta freeway. Man, he didn't know if it was a case of mistaken identity. Let me read the post, man, because I feel I feel for Sci High the Prince, man. Like that's crazy, bro. And I love Sci High the Prince, man. He one of the most underrated rappers in the game. Today is a day. I'm not gonna wait, man. It's, this is a lot. This is this is a long ass post. I am gonna say that, you know, he made a post talking about how. This shit was crazy, man. And he was almost killed in his own city. And he didn't know who it was. And he notices a lot of niggas getting murdered in Atlanta. And he definitely wants to give a peace treaty. To have a sit down with Atlanta rappers who are who got issues to squash. So, man, my prayers go out to Shaha the Prince, man. That's got to be a very traumatic situation to go through. Like, you getting shot at multiple times, even after your car crashes. And we don't know if he got hit. He didn't mention whether he got hit or not. But if he didn't, God had him. Because that's a crazy-ass situation, bro. But you just got to thank God, man, in that situation, fam. Anyway, Judas and the Black Messiah, I uh, viewed the movie last night. I already knew the story about Fred Hampton and the Chicago Black Panthers. You know what I'm saying? We already had, you know, I already had knowledge of self. You know what I'm saying? I already knew about Fred Hampton's history, man. This young nigga was only 21 when the police just murdered him for no reason. For just trying to ban the community band the black community together of all the gangs and all the um, citizens to build a stronger community this brave young man just went and banded together a whole area and the government saw him this young 21 year old man as a threat to society for building up the black panthers wow but it was an incredible movie, though. Very good movie. Daniel Kaluuya, man. Great actor. Algie Smith, great actor. Uh, Ashton Sanders, he he, he bodied it. Uh, Shorty, who played Fred Hampton's wife, she killed that shit. Lakeith Stanfield as William O'Neill. He killed that shit. Lakeith Stanfield, man, he one of the most underrated actors of our generation, man. That nigga need more love. Absolutely. Um, the soundtrack, though. Let's get into that, man. That soundtrack was fire. I mean, 
the her record was crazy the nas record was out of here black thought did good the nipsey and jay-z one of the best songs of 2021 already that's definitely probably gonna be a top 10 top 15 song at the end of the year the hit boy song was nuts um uh dom kennedy's song was good asap rocky's joint was probably my favorite rock him kill black messiah didn't like the g herbo solo song Lil dirk surprised me on here poof shiesty don't like him at all don't like his music he's terrible no disrespect that's just how i feel the uh Masigo and, and and jid and rhapsody song that was one of my favorites also um let's move on to eric bellinger and hitmaker they collab together on a project eric bellinger if anyone knows me he one of my favorite r&b niggas because he consistent and he consistently makes great music and i don't think eric bellinger really missed before maybe that hour hours de la verse project was whack because you know this is unfinished music you know what i mean so i don't know what he was doing there or trying to prove there but that's the only project i didn't really like all the rest of it is fire and Hitmaker adding him to the equation the production is nuts there's so many great songs on here man like star projectors not like that after midnight little bit do me good hit easy hype beast like y'all gotta go that get that project man it's called 1-800-HIT-EASY such a great project man oh man we got some good news man no i'm just playing oh man it's official lebron has broken another record for all the wrong reasons oh yeah i'm giving y'all niggas the same energy y'all gave kobe when he broke the record for missed shots and y'all discredited him saying he was not top five for that a lot of niggas was ranking him 15 and 14 and shit because he missed the most shots but my thing is Kobe took the shots that LeBron is scared to take. Let's talk about it. I mean, LeBron officially passes Karl Malone and he's number one in turnovers. And nobody, and I mean nobody, is ever going to break that record. So congratulations to LeBron James. <laughs> now let's move on to Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, since CJ McCollum has been injured, has been tearing it up as a member of the Portland Trailblazers. And this man just does not seem to be getting the same respect for LeBron as LeBron is getting. And the killer part is Carmelo Anthony not starting for Portland. This man is also in his 17th season. This man is 36 years old. Now, his numbers may not jump out at you, but he, that's the problem with numbers, though. Numbers don't tell you the whole story. You just got to look at you got to look at it. You got to look at the eye test. Carmelo Anthony deserves just as much respect as LeBron does, as Chris Paul does for getting it in at his age. All the OGs in the game. You know, they're lasting a lot longer because the game is a lot less physical. 
That's why LeBron James is able to play at a peak level. The game stopped getting physical a decade ago. Ain't nothing ever happened to LeBron where the nigga was wrestled to the ground or knocked out the air or undercut. None of that's actually happened to him. He undercut Gordon Hayward, though. Nobody talks about that. He undercut Joel Embiid. Nobody talks about that. But I'm saying, do you think if LeBron played in the 90s, he would be playing 17, 18 seasons? I don't think so. Michael Jordan was lucky to play 15. Bad boys used to fuck that nigga up. Shit, you saw Michael's last years. This nigga was averaging 22 a game on two bad knees that had to be drained after every game. Anyway, Donovan Mitchell is climbing up the MVP ladder alongside Steph Curry. Now, my top five NBA MVP list has gotten has changed. I mean, I still have Joel Embiid at number one. Um, huh, I got Joker at number two, Steph Curry at number three, Donovan Mitchell at number two, and Kawhi at number five. Now, I understand that Kevin Durant has slipped a little bit. But I think that if Kevin Durant has a mean streak, he'll probably be one of the top three in MVP. You know, I also got, you know, Luka's in the conversation. LeBron's in the conversation. Paul George is in the conversation as well. Um, uh, Who else? Who else did I view? was in the uh, conversation. Let me check my Twitter because I made a post about it. Oh, I said Giannis too. Yeah, Giannis is in that conversation as well. Um, Kevin Durant returned against Golden State and he was kind of stellar. He only had 20, but the Nets obliterated the Golden State Warriors, man. I was like, God damn, Kyrie was hitting crazy layups and shit. Harden, Big Titty Harden, C Cup Harden, D Cup Harden. He was he was off the chain with it. He was threading that needle, but I want to see that energy in the playoffs. And ben, last but not least, Ben Simmons said he poked his chest out and said that he was the best defender in all of basketball. And Devin Booker. Must have saw that because um, Devin Booker fucked Ben Simmons over. He was cooking that man. I mean, I just couldn't believe Book was, was terrorizing this nigga like this. Let me look at the stats that uh, Devin Booker had, just for clarification. Yeah, Booker had 36 points, y'all. My goodness. Simmons only had 18. Yeah, this is a complete obliteration on most of the possessions. Um, Booker was being guarded by Simmons. So he kind of shut that shit down a little bit. But don't get me wrong. Ben Simmons is one of the top three best on-ball defenders in the league. Let's not get it fucked up.
But the best, mm, I don't know, man. I can't say he better than Kawhi. I don't know who the other guy is, but I'm going to get the fuck up out of here, man. This is King Nona Uncensored, running from a snitch. <laughs>